Welcome to Gospel Truth with Andrew Womack, a teaching ministry that focuses on God's unconditional love and grace. In the New Covenant, we have boldness to enter into the Holy of Holies by a new and living way. For so long, I was just always reaching out towards God. Where are you, Lord? But when I heard Andrew's message, it was just like the light bulb went off, and I just like knew God is here with us. And now, here's Andrew. Welcome to our Friday's broadcast of The Gospel Truth. Today is the end of my second week of teaching on what I call spirit, soul, and body, who you are in the spirit, what happened to you at salvation. This has just transformed my life. So I've got this book in English and Spanish. I've got study guide. I've got DVDs. I've got CDs. We also have a audio book that my wife, Jamie, read this book and put out an audio book. And it's really funny because I was telling a story about doing this treadmill test and these guys were wanting to shave my chest. And I, I said, but this is virgin hair you can't shave. And Jamie read that and uh, she said that it took a number of takes to be able to get through that. She said she'll never do it again. So this is a one-off deal. The only time that my wife will ever read one of my books. We also have an illustrated Spirit, Soul, and Body and I'd encourage you to get this. I've, I've been saying powerful, powerful things. The first week of my teaching on this was just establishing the foundation of the basic things about spirit, soul, and body, that it's your spirit that got born again and that it was created in righteousness and true holiness. It's as perfect and pure as Jesus is. This week, I've been using Ephesians chapter 1, verse 13, that once you trusted in Jesus, you were sealed, vacuum-packed, and this perfect, pure, sinless spirit that you received at salvation is sealed so that as a Christian, if you sin, that sin will give Satan an inroad into your body and into your mind and into your emotions, but it can't penetrate the seal of the Holy Spirit, and your spirit remains righteous and holy. And since God is a spirit, John 4, 24, and you have to worship Him, connect with Him in spirit and in truth. That means that you can worship God independent of your performance. That is a powerful statement, and most people do not understand that. I've been using Hebrews chapter 9 the last few days, and we got into the first few verses of chapter 10, and it's talking about the way that SIN WAS DEALT WITH UNDER THE OLD COVENANT. EVERY TIME YOU SINNED, YOU HAD TO OFFER A SACRIFICE. AND IF YOU SINNED, YOU KNOW, TODAY AND THEN TOMORROW YOU SIN AGAIN, YOU HAD TO OFFER ANOTHER SACRIFICE. BUT UNDER THE NEW COVENANT, THERE WAS ONLY ONE SACRIFICE FOR SINS. HEBREWS CHAPTER 9 AND VERSE 12 SAYS THAT JESUS ENTERED IN ONCE INTO THE HOLY PLACE, HAVING OBTAINED ETERNAL REDEMPTION FOR US. VERSE 15 SAYS HE OBTAINED ETERNAL INHERITANCE. AND THEN THERE'S FIVE TIMES RIGHT HERE THAT IT TALKS ABOUT ONE TIME JESUS DEALT WITH ALL OF YOUR SINS FOREVER. YOUR SINS PAST, PRESENT, AND EVEN FUTURE HAVE ALREADY BEEN FORGIVEN. YOU DO NOT LOSE YOUR STANDING WITH GOD OR YOUR BENEFITS OF SALVATION WHEN YOU SIN. NOW, THAT DOESN'T MEAN THAT SIN IS OKAY BECAUSE SIN IS COOPERATION WITH THE DEVIL AND IF YOU YIELD TO THE DEVIL, HE COMES TO STEAL, TO KILL, AND TO DESTROY. HE GOES ABOUT SEEKING WHOM HE MAY DEVOUR. THE WAY THAT HE CAN DEVOUR YOU IS WHEN YOU COOPERATE WITH HIM THROUGH SIN. 
SO QUIT LIVING IN SIN BECAUSE IT GIVES SATAN ACCESS TO YOUR BODY AND TO YOUR MIND AND YOUR EMOTIONS, AND IT'LL COST YOU MORE THAN YOU WANT TO PAY. IT'LL KEEP YOU LONGER THAN YOU WANT TO STAY. YOU DO NOT WANT TO LIVE IN SIN. BUT YOU DON'T LOSE YOUR RELATIONSHIP WITH GOD. YOUR SPIRIT IS STILL HOLY AND PURE. AND SO WHEN YOU REALIZE THAT YOU'VE SINNED, IT'S AS SIMPLE AS JUST SAYING, FATHER, FORGIVE ME. I, I KNOW THAT IN MY SPIRIT, MY SPIRIT IS FORGIVEN ETERNALLY. I HAVE ETERNAL REDEMPTION, ETERNAL FORGIVENESS OF SINS, BUT NOW I YIELD IT TO THE DEVIL. I DRAW THIS FORGIVENESS THAT'S ALREADY IN MY SPIRIT OUT AND RELEASE IT INTO MY BODY, INTO MY MIND, AND YOU CAN BREAK THAT DOMINION AND YOU CAN JUST GO RIGHT ON WITH GOD. YOU DO NOT LOSE ALL OF YOUR MOMENTUM BECAUSE YOU'VE SINNED. MAN, THERE'S A LOT TO BE SAID ABOUT THAT. I WAS YESTERDAY, I ENDED WITH TALKING ABOUT THAT BECAUSE OF THE ATONEMENT OF JESUS, WE SHOULD HAVE NO MORE CONSCIENCE OF SIN. HEBREWS CHAPTER 10, VERSE 2. THAT'S NOT EVEN SOMETHING THAT MOST PEOPLE THINK IS A GOOD THING. THEY THINK THAT BEING SIN CONSCIOUS IS GOOD, BUT IT'S NOT. AND THEN HE SAYS IN VERSE uh, 3, DOWN THROUGH VERSE 9, I'M NOT GOING TO TAKE TIME TO READ IT BECAUSE IN THE KING JAMES HERE, THIS IS A LITTLE WORDY AND IT'S AWKWARD. I'D HAVE TO SPEND A LOT OF TIME EXPLAINING IT. BUT IT'S BASICALLY JUST SAYING THAT A, a WILL DOESN'T TAKE ANY EFFECT UNTIL THE PERSON DIES. WELL, JESUS DIED AND PUT HIS LAST WILL AND TESTAMENT INTO EFFECT, AND THEN HE ROSE FROM THE DEAD TO ENFORCE HIS OWN WILL. <laughs> THAT'S AWESOME. AND THEN IT SAYS IN VERSE 10, IT SAYS, BY THE WHICH WILL WE ARE SANCTIFIED THROUGH THE OFFERING OF THE BODY OF JESUS CHRIST ONCE FOR ALL. MAN, THIS IS JUST ABOUT AS CLEAR AS YOU CAN MAKE IT. YOU ARE SANCTIFIED. THE WORD SANCTIFIED MEANS TO MAKE HOLY OR TO SET APART. MATTER OF FACT, THE WORD SAINT COMES FROM THIS WORD SANCTIFIED. YOU ARE SANCTIFIED, MADE HOLY AND SET APART ONE TIME, ONCE FOR ALL. NOW, SOME PEOPLE WOULD SAY, WELL, THAT DOESN'T MEAN ONCE FOR ALL TIME. IT MEANS ONCE FOR ALL PEOPLE. ONE SACRIFICE WAS FOR EVERYBODY, BUT EVERY TIME YOU SIN, YOU GOT TO GO GET IT REAPPLIED. THAT'S NOT WHAT IT'S SAYING. AND IF YOU REMEMBER THE CONTEXT IN CHAPTER 9, IT WAS CONTRASTING THAT UNDER THE OLD COVENANT, THERE HAD TO BE ALL OF THESE SACRIFICES FOR SINS OVER AND OVER AND OVER AND OVER AND OVER. BUT IN THE NEW COVENANT, JESUS ENTERED IN ONCE INTO THE HOLY PLACE, HAVING OBTAINED ETERNAL REDEMPTION FOR US, HEBREWS 9, 12. HE ENTERED IN ONCE, HAVING OBTAINED ETERNAL INHERITANCE FOR US IN VERSE 15. AND SO THAT'S WHAT THE WHOLE CONTEXT OF THIS IS. AND THIS IS NOT SAYING ONCE FOR ALL PEOPLE, BUT IT'S ONCE FOR ALL TIME. AND YOU CAN PROVE THAT IF YOU KEEP ON READING. AGAIN, IN VERSE 11, IT SAYS, AND EVERY PRIEST STANDETH DAILY, MINISTERING AND OFFERING OFTENTIMES THE SAME SACRIFICES WHICH CAN NEVER TAKE AWAY SINS. THEY WERE ONLY SYMBOLIC. THEY WERE JUST A PICTURE. IT WASN'T THE REALITY. BUT IN VERSE 12, IT SAYS, BUT THIS MAN, SPEAKING OF JESUS, AFTER HE HAD OFFERED ONE SACRIFICE FOR SINS FOREVER. SEE, THIS IN CONTEXT SHOWS YOU THAT VERSE 10 WHERE IT SAYS THAT WE WERE SANCTIFIED THROUGH THE OFFERING OF THE BODY OF JESUS CHRIST ONCE FOR ALL. I WAS TALKING ABOUT ONCE FOR ALL TIME, NOT JUST ONCE FOR ALL PEOPLE, BECAUSE IN THE CONTEXT, VERSE 12, BY ONE OFFERING, HE OFFERED ONE SACRIFICE FOR SINS FOREVER. AND HE'S NOW SAT DOWN AT THE RIGHT HAND OF GOD. AND THIS IS SIGNIFICANT. IT'S IMPLYING THAT HE'S SEATED. HE'S NOT WORKING. HE'S NOT UP REAPPLYING THE BLOOD. 
HE OFFERED HIS SELF AS ONE SACRIFICE FOR SINS FOR ALL TIMES, FOR EVERYBODY'S SIN FOR ALL TIME. ONCE YOU RECEIVE THE FORGIVENESS OF SINS, YOU ARE FORGIVEN OF ALL SIN, PAST, PRESENT, AND EVEN THE FUTURE SINS THAT YOU HAVEN'T COMMITTED. AND AGAIN, I'VE SAID THIS EVERY TIME I BRING THIS UP, BUT IT IS SO ENTRENCHED IN PEOPLE THAT I'VE GOT TO SAY IT OR SOMEBODY'S GOING TO MISUNDERSTAND AND TAKE WHAT I'M SAYING OUT OF CONTEXT AND SAY, SO YOU'RE JUST SAYING THAT YOU CAN GO LIVE IN SIN BECAUSE YOUR SINS HAVE BEEN FORGIVEN. WHAT I'M SAYING IS THAT GOD HAS FORGIVEN ALL OF YOUR SINS. WHEN YOU RECEIVE SALVATION, NOW, IF YOU HAVEN'T MADE JESUS YOUR LORD, IF YOU JUST ACKNOWLEDGE THAT HE EXISTS, BUT IF YOU'VE NOT COMMITTED YOUR LIFE TO HIM, AND IF YOU HAVEN'T BELIEVED ON HIM AND TRUSTED HIM FOR THE FORGIVENESS OF YOUR SINS, THEN EVEN THOUGH YOUR SINS HAVE BEEN PAID FOR, IT'S NOT APPLIED TO YOUR ACCOUNT. IT DOESN'T BECOME A REALITY TO YOU UNTIL YOU ACCEPT IT, UNTIL YOU RECEIVE THIS SALVATION. BUT IF YOU HAVE RECEIVED SALVATION, I AM SAYING THAT GOD DEALT WITH ALL OF YOUR SINS, PAST, PRESENT, AND EVEN FUTURE SINS, AND YOU ARE NOT GOING TO BE LOSING YOUR SALVATION OR THE BENEFITS OF YOUR SALVATION BECAUSE OF YOUR SIN. SO FROM GOD'S STANDPOINT, GOD IS DEALING WITH YOU AS IF YOU HAD NEVER SINNED. THAT'S WHAT THE WORD JUSTIFIED MEANS, JUST AS IF I'D NEVER SINNED. FROM GOD'S STANDPOINT, HE'S NOT DEALING WITH YOU BASED ON YOUR SINS. BUT IF ANYBODY TAKES THAT AND SAYS, WELL, MAN, THIS IS GREAT. I'M GOING TO GO ROB A BANK BECAUSE GOD'S NOT DEALING WITH ME BASED ON MY SINS. WELL, GOD WILL STILL LOVE YOU. AND YOU KNOW WHAT? THE WHOLE TIME THAT YOU'RE SITTING IN YOUR JAIL CELL AND THAT YOU'RE ROTTING AWAY YEAR AFTER YEAR, IF YOU UNDERSTAND WHAT I'M SAYING AND IF YOU APPROPRIATE YOUR RELATIONSHIP WITH GOD AND you, YOU WORSHIP HIM IN SPIRIT, WELL, YOUR SPIRIT HAS BEEN FORGIVEN OF THAT. AND GOD'S NOT GOING TO HOLD IT AGAINST YOU. HE'LL TREAT YOU JUST AS IF YOU'D NEVER SINNED. HE WON'T EVEN MENTION YOUR BANK ROBBERY TO YOU AS YOU SIT IN YOUR CELL. BUT DO YOU WANT TO BE IN CELL? DO YOU WANT TO GET CAUGHT? DO YOU WANT TO GET PROSECUTED? SEE, JUST BECAUSE GOD HAS FORGIVEN ME AND GOD'S NOT GOING TO IMPUTE MY SINS UNTO ME, THAT DOESN'T MEAN THAT PEOPLE AREN'T. IF YOU LIVE LIKE THE DEVIL, IF YOU GO OUT AND CHEAT ON YOUR WIFE, I GUARANTEE YOU, YOU'RE GOING TO HAVE MARITAL PROBLEMS. YOU'RE GOING TO HAVE SATAN COME IN. YOU'RE GOING TO HAVE SUCH GUILT AND CONDEMNATION. YOU COULD OPEN YOURSELF TO SEXUALLY TRANSMITTED DISEASES. YOU COULD BE FIRED. YOU COULD BE PUNISHED BY PEOPLE. YOU COULD LOSE YOUR MARRIAGE. YOU COULD LOSE YOUR RELATIONSHIP WITH YOUR CHILDREN. SIN WILL TAKE YOU FURTHER THAN YOU WANT TO GO. IT'LL COST YOU MORE THAN YOU WANT TO PAY, AND IT'LL KEEP YOU LONGER THAN YOU WANT TO STAY. DON'T DO IT. DON'T LIVE IN SIN. BUT NONE OF US ARE GOING TO DO THIS PERFECTLY, AND IF YOU DON'T UNDERSTAND THAT YOUR SPIRIT HAS BEEN SANCTIFIED THROUGH THAT ONE OFFERING OF JESUS ONCE FOR ALL, AND IF YOU THINK THAT NOW, GOD, I'VE FAILED AND I'VE MESSED UP, HOW COULD YOU EVER FORGIVE ME? WELL, THEN YOU ARE GOING TO LIMP THROUGH LIFE, THE REST OF YOUR LIFE. THIS ISN'T TO ENCOURAGE YOU TO SIN, BUT WHEN YOU DO SIN, IT WILL BREAK THE DOMINION OF SIN OVER YOU BECAUSE YOU AREN'T UNDER THE LAW ANYMORE. YOU'RE UNDER THE GRACE OF GOD, AND YOUR SINS ARE FORGIVEN. SO, MAN, THAT'S POWERFUL. SO, AGAIN, LET ME GO BACK. VERSE 10. THIS IS HEBREWS 10, 10. BY THE WHICH WILL WE ARE SANCTIFIED THROUGH THE OFFERING OF THE BODY OF JESUS CHRIST ONCE FOR ALL. AND IN VERSE 12, BUT THIS MAN, JESUS, AFTER HE HAD OFFERED ONE SACRIFICES FOR SINS FOREVER, SAT DOWN ON THE RIGHT HAND OF GOD FROM HENCEFORTH EXPECTING TILL HIS ENEMIES BE MADE HIS FOOTSTOOL, FOR BY ONE OFFERING HE HATH PERFECTED FOREVER 
THEM THAT ARE SANCTIFIED. GO BACK TO VERSE 10. IT SAYS THAT uh, BY THE WHICH WILL WE ARE SANCTIFIED THROUGH THE OFFERING OF THE BODY OF JESUS CHRIST ONCE FOR ALL. AND THEN VERSE 14 SAYS THAT HE HAS PERFECTED FOREVER THEM THAT ARE SANCTIFIED. VERSE 10 SAYS YOU'RE SANCTIFIED, AND VERSE 14 SAYS YOU ARE PERFECTED. IS THIS TALKING ABOUT YOUR PHYSICAL BODY? NO, YOUR PHYSICAL BODY ISN'T PERFECT. WE HAVE A PROMISE THAT WE'RE GOING TO GET A GLORIFIED BODY. FIRST CORINTHIANS CHAPTER 15 AND JUST... THERE'S A NUMBER OF PLACES OF SCRIPTURE THAT TALK ABOUT THIS. BUT THIS CORRUPTIBLE MUST PUT ON INCORRUPTION. THIS MORTAL MUST PUT ON IMMORTALITY. YOUR BODY IS GOING TO BE CHANGED, BUT YOUR BODY'S NOT PERFECT YET. SO THIS CAN'T BE TALKING ABOUT YOUR BODY. IT SAYS, FOR BY ONE OFFERING HE HATH PERFECTED FOREVER THEM THAT ARE SANCTIFIED. DOES THIS MEAN THAT YOUR BODY'S PERFECT? NO. YOUR BODY COULD BE OVERWEIGHT. YOUR BODY COULD BE UNDERDEVELOPED. YOUR BODY COULD BE WASTING AWAY. YOU COULD HAVE CANCER IN YOUR BODY. NO, THIS ISN'T TALKING ABOUT YOUR BODY IS PERFECT. AND IT'S ALSO NOT TALKING ABOUT YOUR SOUL, YOUR MENTAL, EMOTIONAL PART OF YOU. IT SAYS IN 1 CORINTHIANS CHAPTER 13 THAT NOW WE ONLY KNOW IN PART AND WE PROPHESY IN PART. BUT WHEN THAT WHICH IS PERFECT IS COME, THEN THAT WHICH IS IN PART WILL BE DONE AWAY AND WE WILL KNOW ALL THINGS EVEN AS ALSO WE ARE KNOWN. THAT IS NOT TRUE YET. THERE'S SOME OF YOU THAT CAN'T FIND YOUR GLASSES AND THEY'RE ON TOP OF YOUR HEAD. YOU FORGET THINGS. OUR MIND ISN'T PERFECT RIGHT NOW. WE ARE ONLY KNOWING IN PART AND PROPHESYING IN PART. No, NONE OF US HAVE EVERYTHING ALL FIGURED OUT. SO BY OBSERVATION, THIS IS NOT TALKING ABOUT YOUR PHYSICAL BODY BEING PERFECT. IT'S NOT TALKING ABOUT YOUR SOUL BEING PERFECT. YOU DON'T LOVE PERFECTLY. YOU AREN'T ALWAYS THINKING ON THE LORD PERFECTLY. BUT IT'S TALKING ABOUT YOUR SPIRIT. YOUR SPIRIT IS A PART OF YOU THAT HAS BEEN SANCTIFIED AND PERFECTED FOREVER. LET ME READ THIS VERSE TO YOU OUT OF HEBREWS CHAPTER 12 AND REMEMBER THAT MEN ARE THE ONES THAT PUT THE CHAPTER AND VERSE DIVISIONS IN HERE FOR REFERENCE. THERE'S NOTHING WRONG WITH THAT, BUT THIS IS NOT A NEW THOUGHT. IT'S NOT A DIFFERENT LETTER. IT'S THE SAME AUTHOR. HE'S TALKING TO THE SAME PEOPLE. IT'S IN CONTEXT. AND OVER HERE IN HEBREWS CHAPTER 12 AND IN VERSE 22, IT SAYS, BUT YOU ARE COME UNTO MOUNT ZION AND UNTO THE CITY OF THE LIVING GOD, THE HEAVENLY JERUSALEM, AND TO AN INNUMERABLE COMPANY OF ANGELS, TO THE GENERAL ASSEMBLY AND CHURCH OF THE FIRSTBORN, WHICH ARE WRITTEN IN HEAVEN, AND TO GOD, THE JUDGE OF ALL, AND TO THE SPIRITS OF JUST MEN MADE PERFECT. SO HERE IN CONTEXT IS THE AUTHOR OF THE BOOK OF HEBREWS COMMENTING ON WHAT HE SAID. HE SAID IN HEBREWS CHAPTER 10, VERSE 14, THAT WE HAVE BEEN PERFECTED FOREVER, AND CHAPTER 12, VERSE 23 SAYS, THAT IT'S THE SPIRITS OF JUST MEN THAT WERE MADE PERFECT. YOUR BODY'S NOT PERFECT, YOUR SOUL'S NOT PERFECT, BUT YOUR LITTLE SPIRIT IS PERFECT IF YOU'RE BORN AGAIN. IF YOU HAVE MADE JESUS YOUR LORD, YOU BECAME A NEW CREATURE, AND IN THE SPIRIT, YOU ARE PERFECT. AND PERFECT FOR HOW LONG? IT SAYS HE HAS PERFECTED FOREVER THEM THAT ARE SANCTIFIED. YOUR SPIRIT ONCE YOU'RE BORN AGAIN AND THEN YOU'RE SEALED BY THE HOLY SPIRIT, EPHESIANS 1, 13, IT CAN NEVER BE POLLUTED. IT CAN NEVER BE CONTAMINATED BY YOUR SIN. IT IS SANCTIFIED AND PERFECTED FOREVER. THE SPIRITS OF JUST MEN MADE PERFECT. MAN, I DON'T KNOW WHAT THIS DOES FOR YOU, BUT IT JUST TRANSFORMED ME. 
YOU KNOW, I'VE MENTIONED uh, THESE THINGS BEFORE, BUT I HAD THIS EXPERIENCE WITH THE LORD IN 1968. I WAS 18 YEARS OLD. I GOT BORN AGAIN 10 YEARS BEFORE THAT WHEN I WAS 8 YEARS OLD. AND SO I WAS A CHRISTIAN. I WAS BORN AGAIN. IF I'D HAVE DIED, I KNOW I'D HAVE GONE TO BE WITH THE LORD. BUT I HAD AN ENCOUNTER WHERE THE LOVE OF GOD WAS POURED OUT INTO MY LIFE, AND IT JUST OVERWHELMED ME. AND FOR ABOUT THREE, FOUR MONTHS, I WAS JUST LIVING OFF OF EMOTION, AND IT WAS AWESOME. BUT DID YOU KNOW WHAT? THE EMOTION WORE OFF, AND I COULD GIVE YOU REASONS FOR THAT, BUT GOD DOESN'T WANT YOU LIVING BY YOUR EMOTIONS. HE WANTS YOU TO WALK BY FAITH. WITHOUT FAITH, IT'S IMPOSSIBLE TO PLEASE HIM. SO AFTER A PERIOD OF TIME, THE EMOTION WORE OFF, AND THEN CONFUSION SET IN. BECAUSE I DIDN'T KNOW WHAT I DID TO DESERVE IT. I WAS BASICALLY TAUGHT MY WHOLE LIFE THAT YOU HAD TO BE WORTHY FOR GOD TO LOVE YOU AND TO MOVE IN YOUR LIFE. AND I WASN'T WORTHY. MATTER OF FACT, WHEN I HAD THIS EXPERIENCE ON MARCH THE 23rd, 1968, GOD REVEALED TO ME WHAT A HYPOCRITE I WAS. AND FOR THE FIRST TIME IN MY LIFE, I SAW THAT ALL OF MY GOODNESS, MY RIGHTEOUSNESS WAS LIKE FILTHY RAGS. AND I REPENTED, AND THAT'S WHEN THE LOVE OF GOD WAS MANIFEST IN MY LIFE. SO FOR THE FIRST TIME IN MY LIFE, I KNEW I DIDN'T DESERVE IT. AND I COULDN'T UNDERSTAND. BASED ON MY THEOLOGY, I COULDN'T UNDERSTAND HOW GOD COULD LOVE SOMEBODY LIKE ME BECAUSE I WAS WELL AWARE OF ALL OF MY FAILINGS AND THE LORD HAD JUST... I MEAN, THIS WASN'T SOMETHING THAT I CAME TO A CONCLUSION. GOD REVEALED TO ME WHAT A HYPOCRITE I WAS. I WAS A MODERN-DAY PHARISEE TRUSTING IN MY GOODNESS AND IN MY HOLINESS. AND I JUST COULDN'T UNDERSTAND HOW GOD COULD LOVE SOMEBODY LIKE ME. AND WHEN I GOT THIS REVELATION IN WHAT I CALL SPIRIT, SOUL, AND BODY, THIS TEACHING, THIS IS THE FIRST BOOK I EVER WROTE. AND WHEN I GOT THIS REVELATION, IT REVOLUTIONIZED ME BECAUSE NOW I COULD UNDERSTAND HOW GOD COULD LOVE ME BECAUSE GOD WASN'T LOOKING ON THE OUTSIDE. MAN LOOKS ON THE OUTWARD APPEARANCE. FIRST SAMUEL CHAPTER 16, VERSE 7, BUT GOD LOOKS ON THE HEART. I WAS LOOKING IN THE MIRROR, AND I KNEW MY ACTIONS WEREN'T RIGHT. I KNEW MY THOUGHTS WEREN'T PERFECT. THERE WAS SO MUCH THINGS THAT WERE WRONG. AND I JUST THOUGHT, GOD, HOW COULD YOU LOVE THIS? IT'S BECAUSE GOD WASN'T SEEING ME THE WAY THAT I SAW ME. HE SAW ME IN THE SPIRIT. I'VE USED THIS VERSE MANY, MANY TIMES, BUT JOHN 4, 24 SAYS THAT GOD IS A SPIRIT, AND THOSE WHO WORSHIP HIM MUST WORSHIP HIM IN SPIRIT AND IN TRUTH. THAT WAS JESUS SPEAKING ABOUT HIS FATHER. HE REVEALED THAT GOD IS A SPIRIT, AND HE DEALS WITH US SPIRIT TO SPIRIT. AND WHEN I GOT BORN AGAIN, MY SPIRIT GOT CHANGED. AND IT'S NOT THE SAME AS MY PHYSICAL BODY. IT'S NOT MY SPIRIT, MY ORIGINAL SPIRIT THAT I WAS BORN WITH, I WAS BORN IN TRESPASSES AND IN SINS. I WAS BORN WITH THE SIN NATURE. IT SAYS IN EPHESIANS CHAPTER 2, VERSE 3, THAT WE WERE BY NATURE THE CHILDREN OF WRATH, EVEN AS OTHERS. EVERY ONE OF US HAD A SPIRIT THAT WAS SEPARATED. IT WAS AGAINST GOD. IT WAS ENMITY WITH GOD. AND THAT'S THE WAY THAT I WAS BORN. BUT WHEN I GOT BORN AGAIN, GOD TOOK THAT DEAD SPIRIT, THAT CORRUPTED SPIRIT THAT WAS THE NATURE OF SATAN, AND HE TOOK IT AWAY, AND HE PUT WITHIN ME A BRAND NEW NATURE THAT WAS CREATED IN RIGHTEOUSNESS AND TRUE HOLINESS, EPHESIANS 4, 24. IT'S IDENTICAL TO HIM THE WAY THAT HE IS RIGHT NOW. THAT'S NOT TALKING ABOUT MY BODY. MY BODY'S NOT LIKE HIM YET. MY MIND'S NOT TOTALLY LIKE HIM. I'VE BEEN RENEWING IT, BUT IT'S STILL A FAR CRY FROM WHAT IT SHOULD BE. BUT IN MY SPIRIT, I AM IDENTICAL TO JESUS. 1 CORINTHIANS 6, 17, AND ON AND ON. AND WHEN I SAW THIS, 
THEN I COULD START RECEIVING THE LOVE OF GOD AND LETTING GOD USE ME. AND THEN I HAD FAITH TO BELIEVE THAT GOD COULD FLOW THROUGH ME BECAUSE NOW I UNDERSTOOD THAT HE he WASN'T FLOWING THROUGH MY FLESH, THROUGH MY BODY AND THROUGH MY MIND. HE WAS FLOWING THROUGH MY SPIRIT. THAT IN MY SPIRIT, I'M TRANSFORMED. MY SPIRIT IS AS BORN AGAIN. IT'S AS PURE AND AS HOLY AND CLEAN AND FULL OF THE LIFE OF GOD RIGHT THIS MOMENT AS IT WILL EVER BE IN ETERNITY. WHEN I GET TO ETERNITY, I'M GOING TO GET A GLORIFIED BODY AND I'M GOING TO HAVE MY MIND TOTALLY RENEWED SO THAT I'LL KNOW ALL THINGS EVEN AS ALSO I'M KNOWN. SO MY BODY AND MY SOUL ARE GOING TO CHANGE. BUT RIGHT NOW, MY SPIRIT IS AS CHANGED AS IT WILL EVER BE. AND IT'S NOT A BABY SPIRIT THAT'S GROWING UP INTO AN ADULT SPIRIT. NO, MY SPIRIT IS ADULT ALREADY. I HAVE THE FULLNESS OF GOD IN ME. AGAIN, I GO BACK TO THAT VERSE, 1 JOHN CHAPTER 4, VERSE 17, AS JESUS IS, SO ARE WE. DO YOU THINK JESUS IS A BABY SPIRIT THAT'S GROWING INTO MATURITY? NO, HE'S COMPLETE. AND IN MY SPIRIT, I AM COMPLETE. IT'S MY SOUL THAT IS GROWING. I'M IN THE PROCESS OF RENEWING MY MIND. AND IT IS MY SOUL THAT GROWS IN THE LORD IN MY UNDERSTANDING. I'M NOT TRYING TO FEED MY SPIRIT. MY SPIRIT IS ALREADY COMPLETE. IT SAYS IN 1 JOHN CHAPTER 2, VERSE 20, THAT I HAVE AN UNCTION FROM THE HOLY ONE, AND I KNOW ALL THINGS. 1 CORINTHIANS CHAPTER 2, VERSE 16, I HAVE THE MIND OF CHRIST. I DON'T NEED TO EDUCATE MY SPIRIT. I'M NOT TRYING TO GET THE WORD INTO MY SPIRIT. MY SPIRIT HAS THE MIND OF CHRIST. IT KNOWS ALL THINGS. I'M TRYING TO GET THE WORD OF GOD INTO MY MIND BECAUSE MY MIND IS LIKE A VALVE THAT WILL EITHER SHUT OFF OR ALLOW WHAT'S IN MY SPIRIT TO FLOW THROUGH INTO THE PHYSICAL REALM. I'M IN THE PROCESS OF EDUCATING MY MIND, RENEWING MY MIND, ROMANS CHAPTER 12, VERSE 2, BE NOT CONFORMED TO THIS WORLD, BUT BE TRANSFORMED BY THE RENEWING OF YOUR MIND THAT YOU MAY PROVE WHAT IS THAT GOOD AND ACCEPTABLE AND PERFECT WILL OF GOD. MY SPIRIT KNOWS ALL THINGS. I DON'T NEED MY SPIRIT. MY SPIRIT IS PERFECT. IT'S THE SAME SPIRIT THAT I'LL HAVE IN ETERNITY. I'VE GOT IT RIGHT NOW. ONE-THIRD OF MY SALVATION IS OVER. I'M NOT GOING TO GET ANYTHING NEW. I'M NOT GOING TO HAVE TO GET AN INJECTION OF MORE HOLY GHOST, MORE HOLINESS, MORE PURITY. I'M NOT GOING TO HAVE TO BE WASHED AND SCRUBBED FROM THE DEFILEMENT DOWN HERE. MY SPIRIT IS PERFECT AND IT'S SEALED BY THE HOLY SPIRIT. AND SOMEDAY MY BODY AND MY SOUL WILL... MY BODY WILL LAY DOWN. MY SOUL WILL GO TO BE WITH THE LORD. AND SOMEDAY I'LL HAVE A RESURRECTED BODY, BUT MY SPIRIT RIGHT NOW IS AS PERFECT AS IT'LL EVER GET. WHEN I UNDERSTOOD ALL OF THIS, IT ALLOWED ME TO MOVE TO A NEW LEVEL OF RELATIONSHIP WITH GOD. IT ALLOWED ME TO FELLOWSHIP WITH GOD ON A PLANE THAT I COULD NEVER DO IF I WAS JUST APPROACHING HIM IN MY FLESH. IF I WAS BASING MY RELATIONSHIP WITH GOD ON MY PERFORMANCE, MAN, I'D NEVER BE WORTHY OF ANYTHING. BUT YOU KNOW WHAT? I NOW APPROACH HIM IN THE NAME OF JESUS. I NOW APPROACH HIM ON THE BASIS OF MY BORN-AGAIN SPIRIT, AND BECAUSE OF IT, I CAN RECEIVE ANYTHING THAT GOD WANTS ME TO HAVE BECAUSE IN MY SPIRIT, I'M WORTHY. THIS TRANSFORMED MY LIFE. MAN, IF THIS TOUCHES YOU AS MUCH AS IT DOES ME, IT WILL CHANGE YOUR LIFE. PLEASE GET THESE MATERIALS. I'VE GOT THIS BOOK ENTITLED SPIRIT, SOUL, AND BODY. I'VE GOT IT IN SPANISH. I'VE GOT A STUDY GUIDE THAT IS MADE. IT'S THE SAME TEACHING, BUT IT'S REFORMATTED SO THAT YOU CAN READ STATEMENTS, ASK QUESTIONS, LOOK UP THE ANSWERS, 
and it will it's a, it's a self-teaching guide and then we've got CDs, DVDs, an audio book and an illustrated teaching. Listen to our announcer as he gives you all this information and please call or write today. Man, before I came to Karis, I was so broken. I dealt a lot with anxiety and depression. I didn't really realize I could have an actual relationship with God. When I came here, I started to see God like, you know, He just wants to have a relationship with me. It totally transformed the way I look at God. God longs to have fellowship with you. This is where faith comes from. It's not just head knowledge, Bible school knowledge, it's revelation knowledge that changes you just been set free from a lot of the bondage I was in. I haven't been depressed in so long. Pretty awesome having that just weight lifted and putting on Jesus' yoke. You come here and you meet God personally, and then He gives you a whole new direction. This is a time, this is a season of your life that God's wanting to show you who you really are and what He's wanting to do in your life. If you have a desire for Bible college, God's the one that put it there. If you're considering coming to Karis, I just want to say it's going to be one of the best decisions you've made in your life. We've got a brand new feature on Gospel Truth TV, and that is the on-demand feature. And that's where if you aren't watching at the time your favorite program comes on, you can go back and get whatever you want to see on demand. It's a great new feature. Check it out at gospeltruth.tv. Andrew's complete teaching titled Spirit, Soul, and Body is available in a CD as seen on TV DVD or in a live DVD album as well as a book, audiobook, or study guide. Also available is the Spirit, Soul, and Body Illustrated DVD. This unique DVD illustrates the main points of the entire teaching in a few short minutes. This exciting tool makes it easy to introduce Andrew's foundational teaching to anyone, even a child. Andrew himself has been amazed at how quickly and clearly this teaching can be brought to life through animation. You can get these products in the Spirit, Soul, and Body package. This package includes the CD or DVD album, the book, audiobook, study guide, as well as the Spirit, Soul, and Body Illustrated DVD. This package has a catalog value of $110, but you can get it today for only $79. The Spirit, Soul, and Body book is available for a gift of any amount when you write or call. We encourage everyone to give because there's a blessing in giving. But if you're simply unable to afford it, Andrew and his partners will provide this book free of charge. We want to say a special thank you to the Grace Partners of Andrew Womack Ministries. Your gifts make it possible to put free ministry materials into the hands of many people in need. If you're not already a Grace Partner, we ask you to pray about becoming one today. You can become a Grace Partner or order resources through our website at awmi.net. While there, you can discover more product details and download additional free resources. Or call our helpline Monday through Friday from 4.30 a.m. to 9.30 p.m. Mountain Time at 719-635-1111. To write us, use the address on your screen. 
We appreciate your generosity and hope to hear from you today. Hey, I want to share with you that next week I've got this panel, some of the most awesome people in the world, some of my very best friends, and we are going to be sharing about healing. We have probably over a dozen people that have been raised from the dead in this group right here. And we're going to be teaching you about healing, how you can receive it. It is going to be special. So tune in next week for the Gospel Truth Broadcast. 